Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hello and welcome to another Wessex LMCs podcast. My name is Laura Edwards. I'm a GP and one of the medical directors at Wessex LMCs. And I'm joined today by Debbie Crockford. Hi, Debbie. Hello, Laura. Lovely to be here. Thank you. And Debbie is the Chief Officer for Community Pharmacy South Central, which is the Hampshire and Isle of Wight LPC that represents uh, pharmacy contractors. And I've invited Debbie here today to talk about a new service, which uh, is an interplay between uh, primary care and uh, pharmacies. And we thought it might be really helpful just to um, create a bit more awareness about it, uh, because pharmacies have signed up to the service, and so they're aware of what they're doing. But in general practice, we we might not be so aware of what they're doing. Um, and I thought it'd be really helpful to hear a bit from Debbie who can tell us about this and um, so the the name of the service is called a case finding case finding hypertension service and and I have to say Debbie um it traditionally when people say they're going to measure blood pressures sort of randomly in the in the um, public at events and things like that it's one of those mixed blessings for us in general practice we're delighted that people are doing it but we do, it does generate quite a lot of anxiety. We can end up with quite a lot of, some surge of appointments um, and uh, worried people being told that they've got high blood pressure. So I wanted to have this conversation with you to see whether that's going to be the case for this case finding hypertension service or not. So Debbie, tell us a little bit more about it. Well, well thank you. And I'm, I'm delighted to be able to come along today, as you say, and maybe shed a little bit of light um, on the service and allay some of the fears and understandable fears um, from the GP and our GP partners that um, that they will get lots of unnecessary and unwanted uh, referrals. And the, the service was piloted um, about a year ago to make sure it, it runs properly. And it's it's really targeted to support the um, the nice guidelines and the government's vision of, of finding the undiscovered people who who really do have um, hypertension, which is costing the um, the uh, the country you know many millions of, of pounds every, every year, and it's a delight to actually have a service this time around that is ticking boxes, if I want to put it that way, for, for GP practices as well as for community pharmacies and the people that we that we all serve. So the, the services are aligned to actually support each other rather than just um, identify and, and transfer more work um, to, to GPs. So the, the service is targeted at the over 40s and it's taking advantage of the opportunistic um, um, uh, element in community pharmacy um, that we will see as we as we generally do we will see people who would not otherwise have um, contacted or be, be seen by a GP so not there would not be the opportunity for their hypertension to be discovered so the it's a pharmacist only service at the moment and the pharmacists are able to offer uh, say an opportunistic blood pressure measurement to anybody over 40 is the is the general target. There are some exceptions if somebody is is slightly under 40 years old, but they have a family history of hypertension, they would also um, be allowed to be tested. And there is a very clear flow chart. Um, and there's also a, a briefing from our national um, negotiators that we can share with GPs to give them the, the basic facts. We will send on a weekly basis 
all the, the records of the blood pressure measurements that we've taken to the GP practice so that they can do with that what they, what they wish to, if they uh, want to add it to a patient's some record or just put it somewhere for information. So we will let them know what we're doing, but we will only be referring people for um, further investigation by the GP practices if they really are identified as having their blood pressure over certain limits. It's a two-part service. So if somebody at that clinical check, as it's called, the, the, the first blood pressure readings in the pharmacy, if at that point it appears that they may well have hypertension. The second part of the service, which the pharmacies um, have to offer, is the ambulatory blood pressure monitoring, mm -hmm. where the patient is sent away with the, the equipment, the, the um, 24 hour reading is, um, is completed, and then the patient returns to the pharmacy for a follow up consultation to see if they genuinely do have hypertension or it was um, uh, not not the case. They maybe had white coat syndrome or something like that on the day when we did the first clinical check. So that's the, that's the basis and the main part of the of the service. Great. OK, so so it's not as we as we described the thing that we've sometimes seen before where people just randomly turn up have one measurement and then are told to go and contact their GP the, the pharmacies actually hold those patients um for longer is is there any exceptions to that if it's a really screamingly high blood pressure do they do they hold it then or what would they do if it was if it was very very high a person has very very high blood pressure um, and that's that's the real red flag, then yes, the service specification does dictate that the pharmacist makes contact with the GP practice that day um, to have a conversation. If, it, if it's if a real, real you know, concern of a very high reading, they would be expected to uh, say contact the GP practice while the patient is still with them in the pharmacy and to discuss with the GP practice what the next steps would be. Should that be at a point where the GP practice um, is closed, you know, it, it's after the GP practice hours, or for whatever reason they can't get through, then it would be uh, maybe sending somebody to accident and emergency in those circumstances. Okay, well, hopefully that doesn't happen too much. Um... <laughs> and um, uh, the majority of people, it's going to be, uh, you know, that, that classic thing of it, it might be or it might not. And then in that case, the pharmacies hold those cases, as you say, and then follow them up and actually do the, do the monitoring. Um, and, and then they pass it back to the GP practice at the end of that, don't they, with the, with, with the result, with the yes. outcome. Yeah, all the, all the information, I mean, from the ambulatory blood pressure monitoring as well, all, all the readings um, go back to the to the GP practice so that the, the, the GPs have that information and can um, can log it on their systems, which will help with the, the requirements um, you know, from the PCN devs for the you know, identifying hypertension um, in case there, there will be information there that's helpful to the GP practices. Yeah, and I think that's where this is trying to link things up, isn't it? Is uh, around um, the PCN does and the IIF fund that this this brings it um, to, together. Um, so it is supposed to be helpful. I, I have to say, it's one of those things um, that uh, it's a double edged sword of the information. Um, GPs love information; we do appreciate it, but sometimes it's. Um, it, it, it's not great that you know it's time admin time trying to put that in as well and review it because it 
every piece of information as you as I know like a WhatsApp message it still takes up our time it still takes up our decision making capability which which is finite in a day um so it, again it that we'll have to see and do we have any ideas of kind of the numbers that people are going to get through pharmacies are going to get through on this we well we don't really at the moment um and at the moment not every pharmacy has signed up for this it is an advanced service so not mm. every um pharmacy has to provide it they will only do so if they have the the capacity currently i mean they they could sign up to the service from the first of october last year yeah everybody you know winter pressures vaccinations etc etc currently um, across hampshire and isle of wight about 28 percent of our pharmacies have signed up for the service so far and do you know if that's replicated in other areas? Because obviously we have GPs across Dorset and BSW. Do you get a feel for um, I think what it, other areas are doing? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's um, sort of general um, across across the country that that sort of level. Um, we're very pleased um, with the interest that was shown. To be honest, you know, during these winter months when all of us are, are under such pressure, we were pleasantly surprised. Um, that so many pharmacies have signed up and I think now as we start to move you know into the into the sort of better months maybe some of the winter pressures start to um, to reduce somewhat hopefully we'll see more pharmacies in sign up I have had interest you know from the CCGs um, very keen that pharmacies who particularly those who are in areas where there are high inequalities and health inequalities that the pharmacies sign up there because Potentially, there are quite a few people there who um, who would really benefit from being discovered. But on the converse, worrying about lots of information being sent to the GPs and, and maybe um, worries about work. There is another side to the service um, mm. where the GPs can actually refer people to the community pharmacy for blood pressure measurements to be taken. So that is an opportunity to relieve some of some of the burden of the regular monitoring um, in the GP practice. So I so said they can send people to the to the pharmacy for a, a blood pressure measurement. And it, that can be any person that the GP practice would like their blood pressure measured it doesn't have to be um, conforming to the specifications for the the pharmacies um, end of the service they can also refer if they'd like somebody to have an ambulatory blood pressure um, measurement they can refer them to the pharmacy for that and that element of the of the service the GP is referring to the pharmacy you can make those arrangements yourself so the GP practice with the pharmacy of your choice maybe pharmacy you have a great relationship with nearby uh, you can decide and agree amongst yourselves what that process would be we we do have templates that can be used um, for people to if they want to do electronic referrals which is the recommended process if it's for an ambulatory blood pressure measurement but otherwise GP practice and pharmacy agree between themselves is there a particular list of patients that they um, are happy for the you know and would like the the pharmacy to take the blood pressure measurements or you know are they going to do it in a different way so that doesn't have to conform to a national specification you make those arrangements as to what is best for the people involved locally. Ah, great and is there again is there a finite capacity on that it's like there a cap on how many the pharmacy do or is it an activity-based thing 
it's always nice to know what the others are up against in terms of do they get paid per unit for this or do they have a fixed like cap and, and they won't be therefore happy if you send them a hundred <laughs> right and yeah and you're and you're right laurie yes there are I mean, nationally for some of our services for example the new medicine service that if there is a, a cap on on that that's not the case that's not the case with this service it is activity based so for each element of activity the uh the, the pharmacy will will uh, be able to claim the payment and so it's um, again that would be the local discussion I would say you know between the the GP practice the pharmacy what uh, what sort of level of activity could the could the pharmacy cope with see currently it's only the pharmacist that's allowed to provide the service but um, work is ongoing and discussions ongoing to be able to extend this that various elements of the service could be provided by other members of the pharmacy team, which will then in, improve and, in, and increase increase the capacity. So it's wonderful. I think the the more this service is used, and the the more uh, benefits will be um, could be documented, you know, from from the data and analysed. Then the the room is there for it to to progress and grow. And I would also um, expect that we'd be looking more at the communication methods, the IT, with that information flowing from the pharmacy back to the GP practice, that technology will be used much better so that information could go straight into a patient record, for example, rather than, you know, it, it creating another element of... I think we've it's been launched in this way to get things going and to get it started, to get people using the practice and the technology will be, um, will be catching up. But I think that's all, all in the pipeline. Great. That's really good to hear. That is good to hear because uh, our admin staff's time is, is equally valuable as well. Um, so I think that's really helpful. That's great to hear both sides. Uh, and you've described kind of three bits of the service there. Um, so that's really helpful to know. Um, and I guess we could suggest that uh, if you uh, haven't yet, it might be worth having a conversation with your local pharmacy to see if they've signed up for this. Um, and as you said, taking that forward and and just for awareness again, if they didn't sign up on the 1st of October, are they able, is that local pharmacy able to sign up at any point? Absolutely. It's completely uh, open ended. Yes. As an advanced service, the pharmacies can sign up as and when they um, are ready. The, the first part of that, they have to have purchased all their equipment and have that in place, understand how the service works and how to use that before they sign up for the service. Equally, if at any point they decided they couldn't continue, then they would um, they would remove themselves. Great. OK, that's really helpful. Thank you so much, Debbie. Um, I, hopefully that will help people out there be aware of that service. And uh, hopefully it will be coming to a, a pharmacy near you um, and worth a conversation to see how you could uh, work together and, and help our patients uh, and find uh, some more people with high blood pressure out there. But also in quite a, a measured, a bit of a pun there, but in, in a measured and planned way. So thank you, Debbie, for joining us today. And um, we hope that you will join us another time soon for another Wessex LMC's podcast. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice.